Did you know we live stream the recording of this podcast every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook, Rumble, Twitch, Kick, and X? Come join us. Bunkers going live. It's Bob and John. You said, I guess I'll watch the shit show. I've got to kill some time. Then you, then you clicked on that link. Now you've got boomers in your eyes. Yeah, we woke up this morning. Our glory days are gone. Don't you? Don't take us serious, cause we're probably wrong, but we're. But we're doing a podcast, baby. This means we're going live. It's it's Monday morning and it's Boomer Bunker time. So say it now. Woke up this morning. Put some boomers in your life. Woke up this morning. I gotta put some boomers in your life. Bunker Prime Time. It's been two years of Biden and Harris cheers. If life was any better, I would just shit myself. I am Boomer Bob, and the man who is about to play an Eric Zane drop right now, John Jamingo. No, I'm not. What? Okay, then I I'll do that over. The man who makes paneling look better, John Jamingo. I like it. I like it. Huh. I, my life is going so good. Last time we did Rubberneckers, I did shit myself right before we came on. I had to go change my pants. All right. So do you want to get into the because you kind of led with the Biden two years of being nice? Oh, I don't know. I just that was my intro, man. Didn't have to. We don't have to talk about that at all in the entire show. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, It's been two years of Biden and Harris. Cheers. Yeah, I didn't know you could see this. It's not crumbs. I went and had my beard trimmed today and the freaking hairs. They can't get rid of the hairs. They keep falling out. Like I, I keep dusting them off, and they keep falling out. Got one of them roller things. Yeah, but here, I'm telling here, you, every time I move my your shirt up against the screen, and I'll get it for you. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, Bob, then I guess I'll start off with my story. So I was listening to Ben Shapiro the other day, and he told a story uh, about this 14 year old transgender trans male. So let's let's review. It was a female who transitioned to a male. Correct. And uh, she was adopted by her grandparents after her father died. Right. So she uh, was on the interwebs and she thought she was going out to meet the 16-year-old at skateboards. Right. She, She leaves. She sneaks out of the house in the middle of the night. And believe it or not, Bob, it wasn't a 16-year-old who skateboards. It was a pedophile. You're leaving out an important detail. Um, they had gone up to her room and they found that the uh, screen on her window was sliced. So you're an asshole. Does she under 
does he, she understand what a pain in the ass that is to fix? I didn't think of that. Yeah, Elfish so little bastard. Oh yeah. See, I I I was focused on the sex trap. I'm thinking dad stuff here. Gotcha. So this pedophile takes her to Baltimore, where he rapes the shit out of her, her, him, whatever. Them. Uh, they find this uh, pedophile and arrest him. Now, they don't send the kid back to the parents because the parents misgender the child. In other words, the grandmother and grandfather still refer to her biological sex. I guess they were talking about her in the kitchen, whatever, and it was like, well, she, the grandfather was like, well, she's still, you know, whatever. And she, he calls that, you know, misgendering and, and complained about that to the, to the cops, I guess. Right. Yes. Well, they took, they went to court and the defense attorney, the the attorney for the, the girl, boy, whatever said to say that your parents would uh, not feed you and basically abused you so that they could keep her safe from t- so the lawyer, the lawyer told the girl, boy, whatever, to lie to the court so the court does not return the child back to the grandparents. They, they put this girl, boy, whatever, Victim. into a halfway house or like a juvenile detention center with all boys and boys that are like criminals. Right. It took her about five days. She said, fuck this shit. And she, they put a, uh, whatchamacallit bracelet on her, one of the tracking bracelets. Right. She cuts the tracking bracelets off and she bolts. Now, this poor kid, I'll tell you what, talk about somebody that really can't pick them. They, next time they find her, she's in Texas. She's with another sex trafficking pedophile. And they're basically doing the same thing. They're, they're sending her out. They're raping the shit out of this kid. They arrest this guy. And then finally, they send the kid home to the grandparents, where now the 14-year-old is no longer transgender. She's back to being a girl. She's back to being sage. So basically, the cure for uh, Don't say that. is raping the shit out of them. Not that, that. I, not that I could tone that kind Don't of treatment. All right. But uh, uh, sexual abuse, it seems to cure uh, transgender, trans, uh, what's that called? Uh, dysmorphia. Dysphoria, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Sexual dysphoria. So I'm, what I'm furious with is why isn't this lawyer that represented her to tell her to lie to the court? Number one, why isn't she disbarred? Okay. Number two, why isn't this judge removed from the bench for not allowing her to go back to uh, her parents or her, you know, her guardian. They would rather send her to a halfway house with a bunch of guys and then let her fend for herself. She runs away and then ends up in Texas with some more sex right. trafficking pedophile. Yeah, I don't know if if both of the guys who, you know, uh, kidnapped her, whatever you want to call it, abducted her. I know uh, one of them, I think it was a 36-year-old, was 
he had his way with her and then he would he would charge others yeah. to come in and do the same. He pimped her out. She said, right. listen, please, whatever you do, don't rape me. He's like, okay. And then violently right. raped her. Violently raped her. And hey, then friends is whatever you do, don't let me go. Right. So, yeah, this poor kid is messed up for life. And so the thing that just infuriates me is that the court system would rather basically uh, put a child through all this horrific woke wins. Yeah. Woke wins. You're exactly right. Instead of taking a kid, sending it back. Now this started in school because she was doing this since she was doing this in school and the school never notified the parents that she was the, the, the grandmother didn't know anything about this. All of a sudden the grandmother, you know, all of a sudden the kid's gone and now she's finding about all this stuff that maybe she could have done something about. Maybe she could have got the kid some uh, counseling or whatever. But it's her kid. She's the guardian. We cannot have the government raising our kids because they don't do a good job. Well, I think if I can find it, I think this fits right about here. So much clicking. You know who that is, don't you? That's Rachel Levine. Yeah, our uh, like Secretary of Health or something like that, right? Yeah. She was um what do they call it? She was in uh she was the health whatever in uh, Pennsylvania. She right? was, right. yes. Yeah, she was the health secretary or the head health muckety muck yes. in Pennsylvania. And she is a trans trans woman. She was a male, obviously. Yeah. yeah. All well, the people we're gonna see who she was before. Ready? I know what she was. I've seen the picture. Oh my God, I've seen things you could not Mitch McConnell. <laughs> she was Mitch McConnell. That's hysterical. I never, I never noticed that before. Holy <laughs> mackerel! That's why he talks like this when he does it. Yeah, cocaine, Mitch. Look at that. Cocaine, <laughs> Mitch. You notice you've never seen them both in the same photo. (laughs) Now you have. There you go. Not really. I want to see Mitch McConnell and Rachel Levine standing next to each other, holding up a newspaper. I've done that on metal and mortgages. It's not hard. I understand that, but still. I'm glad I got to use that clip. Yeah, that's amazing. I was trying to like, I was going, where am I going to wedge this in? Yeah, where, where am I going to crowbar this in? Crowbar. Look at John. Crowbar. Gave me a perfect spot. Oh, speaking of crowbar, and this may be, this is more maybe, uh, what do you call it? Uh, rubberneckers material, but I think we can do it classily enough. Oh, this isn't on the board. No, it is on the board. It is. But it's going to fit. Okay. This I came across this as a TikTok, but I thought I would do my own presentation of this. Okay. Kind of blew my mind a little. That's what we're here for, Bob. Okay, what is the deal? What okay. is the deal with these clips? What's the deal? Um, I guess I can. You try to put them up, and they just won't come up. Well, it's a link. What is it now, with these again, links? Again. For the listener, and for you, John, because you're a sick freak, I came across this as a TikTok. This I was not looking for this stuff. 
okay, you know what this is, right? <laughs> yes, this it's is, uh, it's lube, Bob. Yeah, it's water-based uh, lubricant, right? Yes, uh, you use that for dryness, Bob. So here you get the you get the four ounce jobby. How much is four ounces? Seven bucks. Oh, that's uh that's a little pricey, I would think. Well, eight ouncer set you back about ten. I see. Now that's not bad. Double the price. Yeah, I mean, double the amount for like one third. Only three more bucks. Yeah, thirty percent more. Yeah. Say twelve ounces, fifteen. Yeah. Now, what's neat though is that with each size, they give you like a comparison, right? There it is against the iPhone. Right. Is that big enough? Let me try to blow it up. It's, 30, it's 32 ounces. You know what? That If I was going to buy lube. That says the 12 ouncer. Yeah. I think I would go for the 32 ouncer. You know so what we I mean? got 30 bucks for the 32. There it is next to the iPhone. Give okay. you an idea for sizing. Right. Okay. Right. Not too bad. Now, this is where it gets a little weird. Okay. It just jumped. There we go. <laughs> That is $969.69. Something tells me this is a troll. <clears throat> Excuse me. $969.69 for a huge 55-gallon drum. Here it is. <laughs> this is the actual, is, is, I mean, look, this is Amazon. Here it is for sizing. <laughs> Hold on. There we go. Oh, my God. So, listen, I'm sure they don't sell... 55 gallons of it. Unless somebody there, 900. And uh, I don't know that it's free shipping at this particular size. So beware. Oh, hey, wait, there's only one left in stock. You better order soon. Listen, Bob, I got an idea. Who would we say um, would uh, buy that in our chat? Uh, I don't don't think Dean's in there, is he? 55 gallons. How many ounces in a, how many liquid ounces are in a? 7,040 fluid ounces. 7,000. Now, do me a favor, Bob. I'm not doing the math on that. It is 14 cents per fluid ounce. See, it's only 14 cents for fluid ounce. What we need to do is we need to buy this and get some bottles, you know, and, eight and ounce call bottles. it Bunker Spunker. Bunker Spunker Lube. And we just repackage it and sell it, Bob. There well, we go. Well, now we're monetizing. Well, this is 14 cents per fluid ounce. Okay. <laughs> So let's go for the big job. Whoa, there's even more? 11 cents per fluid ounce. It's 275 gallons in a freaking cage. That's what we need. Now, but to make sure it's the right size, let's look at the photos for sizing. There's the back with the tap on it. Right. (laughs) Guy pushing it. (laughs) He's working out, man. It's on a skid. I wonder how much that weighs. There they are, skydiving with it. (laughs) Where's the iPhone? And there it is. uh, I guess you can take it fishing, have your way with some worms. I don't know. Damn. I just thought that was the craziest. It's $3,969.69. Pun intended, I guess. I just thought that was very interesting. I'm telling you, Spunker Bunker, Spunker Bunker Lube, that needs to be a thing. (laughs) <laughs> spunker bunker spunker <laughs> uh, yeah we can, we can put your face on it hey if it sells i don't give a shit that works for me we can make okay. it woke <laughs> well i'm glad i got to do that topic 
glad you did too. Uh, now I can't get the thing to close. <sighs> um, did I put this in? Where here? were we? All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take over here for a second. I wish you would, because you saw where it went when I did. So you're fine, Bob. You're fine. Everything's kind of cute too. Here we go. America, let's talk. In the last year, we've made some changes to our beloved spokes candies. We weren't sure if anybody would even notice. And when and we definitely didn't think it would break the internet, but now we get it. Even a candy sh- shoes can be polarizing which was the last thing that M&M's wanted since we're about all about bringing people together. Therefore, we have decided to take an indefinite pause from the spokes candies. In their place, we are proud to introduce a spokesperson America can agree on, the beloved Maya Rudolph. We are confident Ms. Rudolph will champion the power of fun to create a world where everyone feels like they belong. So apparently... The female M&Ms did not go over well, Bob. I, I, I would love to be in the boardroom when they were talking about this as a marketing campaign. Yeah. You know what we need? Female candies. That's what I no, see. Dudes like to eat chicks. I mean, what's what's the thought? I'm just trying to brainstorm here as to what the thought pattern is here, because this this as a woke thing just is utterly stupid and it i if you ask me it kind of pokes fun at it well what they were trying to do was they were trying to tell you that you know girl power and women and we're gonna we're, we're turning the world upside down and even put the thing upside down and it's you know we're here and you know what fuck the patriarchy and this is how we're gonna do things if they want to show us girl power how about they back candidates and push for people i don't know say for example uh vice president or the white house press uh secretary who can actually i don't get words out of their head how about this that actually make fucking sense why don't they do this why don't you just make fucking candy shut the fuck up oh okay that's a better idea why don't we do that i my i this was my joke from uh rubberneckers I said, why am I going to eat a candy that complains about the way I eat it? Oh. Still my favorite joke. People, companies, stay away from the wokeness. Run from the wokeness. Nobody wants this shit anymore. Well, just liberal white females and college students are the, you know, in a few years, you might be able to go back to this because you brainwashed all those motherfuckers. But right now... You know, there's still some people that are out there that still have their heads screwed on straight and don't believe all this nonsense. Hey, are the uh, all-chick M&M bags going to cost more? No, they're going to cost uh, 77 cents. There's 23 cents left because women make 77 cents what a man makes. Are they going to come in a pouch rather than a bag? No, but uh, every 28 days, uh, they are very bitter. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not giving that one. You can, you can laugh track yourself. I'm not doing that. <sighs> Every once in a while. Someone oh, tells me you'll be able to pay me back later. Yeah. Well, while you're on that topic, um, you know, good old Aretha Franklin. Yes. 
I wasn't a huge fan of everything she ever did, but she was in, you know, she did some, you know, wonderful music back in the day. She was in Blues Brothers and absolutely amazing in that. I was going to say, what didn't you like about Aretha Franklin? Well, I didn't like like the 80s stuff when the pink Cadillac, you know, I, and that, was, that felt forced. Okay. It felt like they were trying to, you know, MTV her up and all that, Hollywood her up. And it's, that's not her, man. No, you can't beat 60s and 70s Aretha Franklin, though. Well, they're going to beat her now. Well, they're at it again, folks. Now they're going after Miss Aretha Franklin. That's right. This is not fake news. I repeat, not fake news. Now we're saying that Aretha Franklin's song, Natural Woman, is apparently offensive to trans people. We have TRAs here online. Listen to this tweet. Aretha Franklin's 1968 song, Natural Women, perpetuates multiple harmful anti-trans stereotypes. There is no such thing as a natural woman. This song has helped inspire acts of harm against transgender women. TCMA is requesting it be removed from Spotify and Apple Music. What? So, hold on. I, I have the official response from the rubber ne- or rubbernecker, sorry, from the Boomer Bunker podcast. Here we go. You ready? Yes. So go fuck yourselves. That's what I said. <laughs> that wasn't from Boomer Bunker. Oh, that was that's from our, Rand- that our response. Go fuck. Go fuck yourselves. You know what? There is a, such a thing as a natural woman. A natural woman. But the song says you make me feel, not you make me into. Well, yeah, you make me feel like a natural woman. Like I have a vagina. And I, I have mean, boobs, and I can get pregnant, and I'll drive you crazy after you marry me. You know, I mean, maybe a dude. You know, there's somewhere out there. There's a, a lumberjack, big burly son of a bitch who comes home, you know, to his wife, drinks a few beers, puts on a dress, and lets her peg him. And maybe he sings that song. <laughs> we we don't know, but you God know, him, Bob, why do you put these things in my head? Why don't we just do this? With everything. You know, John, that whole Big Bang theory is offensive. It's inconsiderate to dogs who are afraid of fireworks. Look, I'm just saying that they need, they scan the internet. They scan things until they find something. And when they hear her, you know what? Can I, can I go to the inter- interwebs right now? Well, and let me add, that. you know, that song Pac-Man Fever was offensive. I was addicted to Pac-Man back in 1980, and worse off, it kept me from being able to save for more important things like college or braces for my thumb-sucking teeth. Listen, Pac non-binary just doesn't really cut it. (laughs) Pac they? Yeah, Pac they. I got one right back here. (laughs) It's just, again, with this. You know that. that, It's it's swinging back, Bob. This is all going to stop. John, that uh, thing they did back when they didn't have woke bullshit was offensive. I'm just, I'm going to go back to, there are people that have gender dysphoria and those people need, you know, the treatment for that is the transition to a woman. The amount of people that that actually applies to is so small but they go in and they get these kids. They're just looking for attention because everybody's got to have a thing. Everybody's got to be famous. All right. Everybody's got to have a thing. So what they do is because 
when you're growing up and you're a teenager, shit's confusing. All right. You're trying to find your spot. You're trying to mm. find what you're good at. No, it's awkward. Mm-mm. Okay. You, you're, uh, you're embarrassed about everything. It's a very awkward stage. Well, we didn't have the internet to look to for ideas of what to become when we were 12, 13 years old and lost. Bob, telling you right now, if I would have said when I was in high school, by the way, I'm no longer John, I'm Joanne, and I want to be treated as a woman, and I started dressing like a a, a female, they would have, they, my father would have kicked the shit out of me. See, uh, I, I had a bit. I would have had it easy. All I would have done had to do is change that Y on my name to a IE. Yeah, exactly. I'd but be Bobby still. You, you, you would never, ever, ever do something like that. See, listen, there were some women in my high school that, you know, basically put on flannel shirts and corduroy pants and earth shoes and cut their hair short and you could, and you know, they were kind of, you know, a little bit on the lumpy side. You really couldn't tell they weren't men, you know, back then, because, you know, none of us had hair on our faces back then. So, I mean, they could kind of get away with it. And nobody even cared. But it's the, it's the transition from, from male to female that seems to be the sticking point. I don't know. <laughs> sticking. Sticking point. Sticking. Yeah. And then, you know, the other thing is, you know, once you get to bottom surgery, that tells me that, you, well, I shouldn't say that. I, what do I know? I'm not, a, I'm not a transgender person. I don't know. Okay. I don't want any violence t- happening to people that want to be trans or anything like that. Just don't make me celebrate you. Well, stop, you there and, and, stop trying to cancel everything that fucking bothers you just because it bothers you. Odds yeah. are it doesn't bother anybody else. So just shut the yeah, fuck up. You're not a natural Sorry, dude, you're not a natural woman, all right? If you were a natural woman, you would have been born with lady bits, but you weren't. You were born with male bits. So you're not a natural woman. Don't get upset that everybody's want to sing, you know, praises to a natural woman. You're just not it. You're like, you know what? There's different types. Like, you're on a discount shelf, all right? Natural woman up here, full price. Transgender, down a little bit. You know, it's like, well, a, it's, so, it's like when you used to go into the supermarket and it was a dented can. You got money off for it. That's it. So am I allowed to complain that, I don't know, RuPaul's Drag Race, that, that TV show, or Queer Eye, any of those shows offend me as a straight person? No. No, you, you I'm do. not allowed to say any of that. Just don't watch it. It'll hey, go away. Thank you. I don't. Well, yeah. it doesn't go away. It's just not for me. It's like It's like Kanye's music. It's not for me. They did, he didn't write any of those songs for me. Right. So I can't hate on him when I say, yeah, I don't really get all of his music or any other you know, rapper that I don't understand yeah. or, or, or Taylor Swift. Duchess loves RuPaul. He's fabulous. Forget the fact that no, when he that's like a man, he looks like fabulous. a turtle. He's fabulous. There we go. So, yeah, never- he looks like a turtle. When he is uh, dressed as a man, I think he's talented. I think he's talented. What does he do? He walks and he looks like a woman when he's dressed in drag. A very tall. Shante, hello. I don't know. Whatever. Here's the thing. Every time, here's the thing. Every time they try to make a movie 
about this woke bullshit or, or put out any kind of product, about 10 to 15% of the people go and watch it, which means it is a financial disaster. And then they get pissed off because we didn't run to celebrate this. We just don't care about it. I said this before. We accept you. All right. You gays, you transset, you transgenders and all that. We accept you. Now, shut the fuck up and just do your gay transgender shit and leave us the fuck alone. Oh, if you don't celebrate us, you know what that means? That means you're transphobic. No, it means I don't give a fuck. I don't care. All right. And I'll never care. I don't care what you do. Go do it. As long as you're not hurting children or, or, you know, as long as between two consenting adults, I don't give a shit what you do. I'll be honest. We don't even give a shit of your fucking dog, to be quite honest with you. I'm sure the dog's not going to like it, but I don't care. Go do you go do your thing. Just leave me the fuck out of it. All this shit taking away Aretha. The fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. Now, now I'm out here. Now I want to hear all Aretha Franklin songs. Right. They're amazing. You know, they better think. <laughs> think what they're trying to do to her. To me. Yes. <laughs> think, think. Yeah, you're right. It's not it's not fair to the dog because the dog can't consent. I'm sorry. You're right. It's not fair. I, but honestly, do I care? I don't. I don't. As long as it's not my dog and you're not doing it in front of anybody that I know. There you go. So real quick. We don't. I don't want to drag oh. on about this particular topic. I just want to touch on it and fucking move on. And we got so we got some chat here. Sparky Toaster says exactly. Just shut the fuck up. Is trying to tr- and stop trying to make like you're better than everyone else. Well, I don't think they think that they're better than everybody else. Oh, they just they just want their they just want their life to be like gl- glorified, like they're some kind of a savior of some sort. Like they're doing the Lord's work. You know, and and it, in all honesty, it's what's tearing us apart. So, any more comments you want to address there, bud? No, I'm done. Okay. Um, for some reason, I got disconnected from Trello, but it's back now. Um, just real quick on the Baldwin thing. Do you think he should be charged with uh, the armorer for um, what do they call it? Uh, fucking involuntary manslaughter. Here's my. I got you know something. I, I don't know. Okay, so if I don't know, then I feel that it should not be – I don't feel he should do time for it okay. unless unless they can prove that he did this on purpose for some reason. Then, yes, then, then it's murder. Well, there's, there's a couple cardinal rules when it comes to handling of, of a firearm. One is always load your own shit, but I, I get it. He's a big – Hollywood, whatever the fuck, and they pay somebody to do that. They pay an expert to take care of that. And let's, I mean, I wasn't there, but from what I hear, it was said to him, cold gun, when they handed him the firearm that was used, right? Mistake were made. But there's the biggest cardinal rule, like the big one, is you don't point a gun and pull the trigger at anything you don't want to put a hole through. And he pointed it in in that woman's direction and shot her. Even if he didn't intend to, it's just 
kind of a cardinal rule that like if I aim it at this wall over here, even if I fully 100% believe it's blanks that are in that thing, if I don't want to put a hole through that wall, I better not pull the trigger because it's a possibility. Now, he was interviewed and he he said in this interview that he did not pull the trigger. Right. So how did the gun go off? Well, how did it go off? Was, was it on a timer? Was it on a remote, like a Bluetooth fucking button? No, it's, the other thing, it's a hammer. So it's a hammer. So like if he pulled the hammer. It was a revolver, right? Yeah, it's a revolver. So right, you could it's an pull, old Western. You could pull the hammer back and let and release it and it could go. It could go off. Let me tell you a story. So back when I was about 14 years old, we were going deer hunting up in Pennsylvania. And when you go deer hunting, you're going to go in the woods and it's kind of dark out. So when you're going to load your gun, you put your gun facing down and you go back to back from the people that you're, you know, in other words, there's four of us. So we all turn our back towards each other as we're loading a gun. So the, the one guy had a 30-30. And again, I don't know what the fuck he was doing because all you do with a 30-30 is you pu- pull the, 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 you put the, the, um, the bullets in the side, and yeah. then you use the handle and you jack it in. Oh, that's what it was. You you jack it in. Well, when you jack it in on a 30-30, the hammer goes back. So you have to hold the hammer back and then pull the trigger and then release it. Yeah, and then it go, go yeah. easy. Yeah. Right. So it's like, I don't know, five o'clock in the morning, it's still dark out. Uncock it. Yeah. And all of a sudden, this one old guy, we used to call him Sacky. <laughs> Sacky. Wow. Dirt fucking flies. What the hell, Sacky? Oh, sorry. I, I, my finger slipped. He did it three fucking times. I said, we might as well not even go in the woods. Any fucking deer within a 15-mile radius is gone. Something like that might have happened where he pulled the hammer back. I don't know. Well, there's a comment here. I mean, uh, not only that, it was a single action, I think, which means you have to cock it or hold the trigger and whip the hammer. Correct. Yeah. Oh, this sounds so dirty. Right. Here, here's one. Uh, I used a 30-30 lever. It's a hairy situation. Exactly. Same mm-hmm. thing. Okay. Wow. I said, you want to talk about putting a spot in your pants. Five o'clock in the morning, it's spit, you're silent. You can't hear anything. And all of a sudden, the 30-30 goes off and you're not expecting it. I hear the wife says, when I hand Bob an unloaded gun, he always checks it. And that's what you're supposed <laughs> to do. It's true. Yeah. I've always well, we go to the range or, or, or now and then we go to the range and she knows how to handle she knows how to handle a pistol yeah we you know i've been taught since i guess i started shooting when i was 12 and then i I got my hunting license when i was 14 and from the very first day uh, you had to have a license to hunt when you were underage when you were under 18 yeah i'm I'm in a northern state yeah you have to uh 14 was the age for hunting and fishing. You had to get licenses. Like when I was a kid, if I was like 12 and I went down to the you know riverbank to like fish, I didn't have to have a, a license. Game warden would be like, you know. Yeah, no, 14 was, yeah, at 12, I could do the same thing. You didn't have to have that. Here is just 18. You got to be 18 or, or maybe 16, like a driver's license, you know. Yeah. So that seems a little ridiculous. Jody said that uh, he saw a dude blast the whole and his girl's driver with a 12-gauge. Same thing. You used to be able to go to Sears, and for 45 hours, you could buy a single shot, 12-gauge shotgun that was a hammer. And so if you were walking through the woods and say you were pheasant hunting and the pheasant came up, the safety was that the hammer had to be forward. So when you pulled the – so when the, the – to take the safety off of this gun, you pulled the hammer back, 
and then you pull the trigger. But if you didn't, let's say you didn't get a shot, then you had to kind of hold it down to the ground and then pull the trigger and then ease the hammer up so it wouldn't go off. So maybe so that's I, what happened with this. I would love to have a 12 gauge. My wife says, well, you know, I, I want one too, but the only one that I want is about $1,500. What kind of, what kind it's of- like an AR. It puts your like, put your like shells in a mag and click it in and it's it's a shotgun but it's <laughs> but it's magazine loaded for uh fed yeah beautiful. so mine you know you can I've, I've taken the plugs i'm not hunting anymore so it's so what i did was i took the plug out of mine that you're supposed to only hold two two in the magazine and one in the chamber so i took the plug so now i can put four and one so i can shoot five times so Oh, I don't know. I, I, to be honest with you, I don't think he should be charged with a crime that he could go to jail for. I don't. That's my opinion. Well, you know that if you or I would have done that, like if we were just doing it at, at home and we accidentally put a bullet in our kid or our wife, whatever, we'd be fucking charged with all of it, man. It wouldn't even be a discussion. Well, of course, because it should, we are on a, we weren't on a movie set. And we didn't we, have an armor. Or yeah, we didn't have any of that. Yeah, you're responsible yeah. for that. Yeah, he really, I mean. I know my was, wife is my armorer. My wife is my armorer. She handed me the gun and said, cold gun. <laughs> and then I put a bullet in her accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll teach her. <laughs> that'll learn you. Yeah, I, I, you know, again, if you use Common sense gun laws, you should never, ever shoot somebody unless you intended to. Right. A movie set with guns that are supposed to be used that can fire real bullets. See, to me, the thing is to make guns now that couldn't fire a real bullet. Like, in other words, instead of having a forty-five, it would be like a a thirty-nine. So you couldn't get a forty caliber bullet in it. You could only, they, they could only be blanks. So this is whatever. I think the armor is charged also. Yeah, they're getting charged with involuntary. Yeah. So that's uh, New Mexico's laws. So, As the producer, I think that you should be financially responsible for the accident in the way of fines. But I don't believe that it should be criminal. That's my, that's my official John Jamingo position on this. Even though I, don't, I can't stand Alec Baldwin, I think he's a tool. I just don't – I can't see putting somebody in jail for something that I don't think they intended to do. That's it. Well, didn't he already, like, pay them a whole bunch of money anyway? I mean, not that that not, – not that you should be able to buy your way out of it, but, you know, he's I, – I don't think he meant to do it, and I think this is going to, you know, live with him for the rest of his life. So, yeah, I you know. Hey, Sparky, I don't understand – I don't even know what third degree is. So I, I can't say though I agree or I disagree with it. I don't know enough to. It's the one after a second degree. Well, that I figured out, but I don't know what the difference is. That's and one before saying. fourth degree. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Shunt 4000 says anti-gun guy needs to go to jail. <laughs> I, yeah. Again, I don't know. I mean, that is, uh, that is a good point of all the hypocrisy with, uh, with, um, What's his name? Oh, right, right, right. That fucker. 
uh, Matthew um, McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey, yeah. Yeah, him coming out after the, you know, uh, Uvalde whatever thing and being at the White House press rooms talking out against guns. It's like, are you aware of the movies that you make and and what they've done to the culture? I mean, it's you're just adding to it, buddy. It's a movie. It's make-believe. Yeah, I know that. Okay, That's tell that thing. Tell that to the idiots up at up at my local gas station who act out everything that they hear in a fucking rap song. Well, they're morons. Okay, right. I can't help it if you're a moron. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so when we were kids, we used to have Bugs Bunny, and and Elmer Fudd used to shoot Daffy Duck in one cartoon. One one episode of a cartoon he must have shot daffy duck in the face like seven times that's where i learned that when you season when you blast the duck in the face it just turns takes their bill and puts it on the back of their head yeah and he just grabs it turns it around snaps it back on right but we knew as kids we weren't fucking morons we knew you couldn't shoot a kid in the face and he would just take his nose and put it back on you know we weren't stupid i like so badly wanted to take that clip that you're talking about where it's duck season wipe it season and put that, <laughs> put that with this video i didn't know about this either until last year but it turns out that after flu season about three or four weeks later there is a stroke season and like you said most of we have a stroke season now after flu season we got stroke season J- jody says dick season <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they're trying to figure out something to blame all these heart attacks and strokes on. And I don't know, Bob, what changed in the past two years? What could it be? What did we have? Climate change? No, I don't think so, because climate's been changing throughout, you know, all the time. We've never had this problem. Something happened in the past two years that uh, everybody had to take, and uh, now all of a sudden people are uh, dropping dead. I don't know what that is. Can't well, say it here. Whatever it is, maybe it could be the jibby jabby from the coof. Well, this woman know. says it's because of climate change. Climate change and its consequences can exacerbate the risk of sexual and gender based violence. This risk is most acute for women and girls facing multiple and intersecting forms of discrimination and inequality, including Indigenous women and girls. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? So, you know, first of all, I applaud her to be able to say all that with a straight face. I don't you might. Yeah. Uh, I think that people that say this jibber jabber shit about, you know, climate change has something to do with violence of non-white indigenous people. Prove it. Prove it. Show me how it made a difference. Well, the climate change explains everything. Name it, name anything wrong and I'll explain it with climate change. Okay. Let's go with it. Let's go with it. Let's just say that we are having climate change. All right. Do you think that anything that people can do right now would stop it? Do you think that, okay, let me ask you this. Do you think that the methane and the CO2 that goes into the atmosphere from cows, uh, you know, and, w- and whatever else, pigs, everybody farting, do you think that that makes a, a bit of difference in the, in the climate? 
Well, I know that Joe Biden's trying to do everything he can to stop it. Mm-hmm. Here's how. And today, today I'm announcing that the United States will be sending 31 Abram tanks to Ukraine, the equivalent of one Ukrainian battalion. Secretary Austin has recommended this step because it will enhance the Ukraine's capacity to defend its territory and achieve its strategic objectives. The Abrams tanks are the most capable tanks in the world. <clears throat> They're also extremely complex to operate and maintain. So we're also giving Ukraine the parts and equipment necessary to effectively sustain these tanks on the battlefield. When we begin, we'll begin to train the Ukrainian troops on these issues of sustainment, logistics, and maintenance as soon as possible. The idea, the idea that we're going to send in offensive equipment and have planes and tanks and trains, trains. Uh, going in with American pilots and American crews, just understand, and, uh, don't kid yourself, no matter what you all say, that's called World War Three. And he's doing his part for climate change because, you know, you know, war doesn't add to climate change. Listen, let me just tell you something. The fact that that gentleman is still the president of the United States bef- just befuddles me. The fact that he can say that one day and then turn around and sit there and send in tanks and and the fact that the press and the media is not jumping up and down. And listen, if that's not bad enough, the chancellor of Germany said that we're already in, at war with Russia. This, that's already World War Three. Well, Germany's basically screwed anyway, because they've already sent everything that they have all like all their all their gears already gone over that way or it's, or it's on a, a boat or an airplane to go that way or a whatever to go to the Ukraine. So they're not going to have anything. Listen, the fact that we're not trying to stop this war right now, the fact that we're not taking both, you know, Russia and Ukraine to peace talks and saying, okay, what are we going to do here? Cause this needs to stop. We need to cease fire. We need this to stop. The fact that that everybody in the world is not trying to do that right now just tells me that they're morons and they're trying to kill us all. And I've been saying this since the day that Russia crossed into Ukraine, because what's going to happen is somebody's going to make a mistake. You mean like Ukraine accidentally having um, uh, missiles hit Poland? Something like that, or or Russia or Ukraine's going to do something stupid and go into Russia and bomb something, which now makes it offensive. Well, we're Not doing offensive. deals with um, I forget the countries, but they're little, you know, hell hell old countries like uh, you know, like Cuba and shit like that, and saying, hey, if you'll give Ukraine your old shit that you got, we'll give you new stuff. Yeah. It's well, like that, it's, it's a proxy war, man. That's about to become not a proxy war. The thing is that you're right is exactly what it is. But what we need to do is we need to get people. We need to stop this. We need to make sure. Listen, if I'm Russia, I would be doing the same thing. And the reason being is because they said that when if this basically went back to when Reagan was in off office and he, you know, and this is when the Berlin wall fell, you know, they took it down and they said, okay, we're not going to encroach on Russia. And they've been doing it ever since. And Ukraine seems to be a sticking point for Russia and they won't stop fucking around. And this thing with Joe Biden, I don't know. Again, you got a story here and we might have to go into this because to me, 
this is the story of the century. If you think that Richard Nixon was a criminal, this shit that's going to that that, that's swirling around Joe Biden right now is this is the one where the um, FBI official I've got it already pulled up for you who investigated Trump for ties to Russia was arrested over ties to Russia. Yeah, the former top FBI official, uh, Charles McGonagall, he was the guy that they appointed to go after Trump in regards to Russian collusion. And it turns out that he was just arrested for Russian collusion. So here we go. And while Biden was vice president, he was sending his son to Russia, Ukraine, China, picking up bags of cash. For what? And now this has something to do with Albania and drugs coming out of Albania. Go ahead and play it. Six years, the FBI has been trying to find Russian collusion. And it turns out that today they finally found it. Former FBI Special Agent Charlie McGonagall, who ran the counterintelligence division out of New York, was arrested at JFK Airport this morning on his way back from Sri Lanka. He was charged with four counts of money laundering and for his close ties to a sanctioned Russian billionaire buddy of Putin, Olegger. I can't even pronounce his last name. Charlie Boyd uh, from the FBI was picking up money drops outside of restaurants like a scene out of The Sopranos. In 2017, $200,000 in cash from overseas just found its way into McGonagall's pockets. And when he retired, his law firm was on Putin's buddy's payroll, uh, almost 200 G's a month. A Russian asset was running the FBI's Russia collusion investigation. Well, who put an asset in charge? Well, it was James Comey who hired the Russian asset to be the top intelligence agent in New York just when the Trump-Russia probe kicked off. Do you think Comey knows he appointed a Russian asset to investigate Russian assets? Maybe that's why they never found any collusion. They were the ones colluding. It was Comey's buddy, Charlie, who started this whole Russia hoax. McGonagall was one of the first agents to target George Papadopoulos over his role in 2016. And he continued to peddle in lies pushed by the Clinton campaign while he was cashing Russian checks. And guess who was the FBI point man for the DNC hack? It was Red Charlie, Comey's number one draft pick. And McGonagall wasn't the only deep state insider trying to protect Russian oligarchs. Is Durham going to look into this? Remember Durham? Comey making a Russian asset investigate the DNC hack and Russia collusion? Wow. I mean, what are we doing here? The fact that the, they don't go into the FBI right now and seize it and seize all the files and basically uh, shut it down. Because well, it's completely 100, in my opinion, 100% corrupt. I well, shouldn't say 100%. Corrupt. There's been a lot of uh, people barking about, you know, all this money going to the Ukraine and no accountability of, of, of where all the money's going. And uh, I think this is kind of a cover-up story. I think they're going to run this shit and say, well, look, we're finding where the leak is but this is not i mean there's tens of billions of dollars that are missing and and this is only accounting for a small amount of it 
A Ukraine corruption scandal gets worse. Several regional governors are fired and the deputy defense chief resigns. So this is basically Ukrainian government officials have been caught dipping into that money. Like this guy here allegedly embezzled $400,000 of government funds. So this, you know. Eggs are $7 a dozen here. Found 38000 in cash in his office. I mean, this so that's their answer to this, though. This of, of where is all the money going? Because I've I've heard the new you know Republican uh, Congress talking about, yeah, we're going to investigate where all that money's going. We know how long your government investigations take. By the time you come up with an answer that is not going to be the actual answer, the money's already going to be gone and the track's covered. Yeah, it's a big money laundering scheme. Prove me wrong. I know I got to prove you wrong. Right. But still, we're sending this money over there. The next thing you know, it, it comes back in donations to the DNC. <clears throat> ah, you're a conspiracy theorist. None of this is true. Oh, they just arrested an FBI guy who was looking into Russian collusion for Russian collusion. I mean, Really? I mean, what? Well, you know, in the meantime, while all this money's going, you know, the only reason Biden wanted to, you know, wants to to raise the debt debt ceiling thing is so that they can get more money to fucking Ukraine. They don't they don't give a shit about it going to the American you know people's needs. And why why are the Republicans not jumping up and down? Because they're in on it. Because they're in on it. It's Here. it's one two legs. The same party. I don't even have to play the video. Uh, inflation in, impact. American families spending about $371 more a month than a year ago. Yeah. And then ain't unlike Amazon Prime. It's just that's what it's costing them average per month additional to live compared to one year ago. We do not have. Listen, we do not have any more money to give these people to go spend on everything else. We well, need you know, if, you're, if you're going to raise your debt ceiling, like if you're going to raise, say, you know, back when you were married and had all the kids and all that stuff, if your wife came up to you and, and was like, hey, we need to raise our debt ceiling so we can get a new pool. What are you going to be like? You'd be like, no. Yeah. I mean, I know you already had a pool, but you get my point. You, you're going to be like, no, we, we can't do that. That's irresponsible. And it's going to put us under. Right. I honest to God, they should be able to, I mean, I don't know how they would do it right now, but they need to do some deep, deep cuts. And I was, I was at a, one of these like discount stores over the weekend or last week, whatever with my wife. And they had one of those massage chairs. Yeah. The kind that put your arms in the sides and you put your feet in the leg and your calves in these things. And it just has the balls. It just, massage the crap out of you all over the place. It's a big giant ass chair, right? Could have got it for like 500 bucks. All right. It was an open box, but like I could like plugged it in, checked it out, made sure it worked. I was like, Hey honey, can I raise our debt ceiling? She's like, no. I said, okay. Yeah. Then. And we walked out of the fucking place. Sure. We need to do that with this too. Well, so it would be like me. All right. So I want, I would like a brand new truck. And it's like, a, I don't know, I guess a brand new truck now is like $100,000. So we're going to take $100,000, so, but I can't afford it, Bob, because I really don't, I don't make enough money to have a payment for a truck that makes, that's, that's $100,000. Well, 
it doesn't matter. I'm going to raise my debt ceiling. Okay. And then they're just going to keep putting interest on top of that. So now the $100,000 truck in, I don't know, five years is now $200,000 because of the interest. Well, I I can't afford that. So what we're going to do, we're going to raise the debt ceiling so we can make it $300,000. Nowhere does this make any sense. It needs to stop. It's 31 trillion fucking dollars now. Probably 33 trillion right now. Right. Okay. What's this broad one? Well, you know how sometimes you feel like it's just you, even though you know it's not just you. I mean, there's 8 billion of us on the fucking planet. Somebody else has to have the same issues as you, right? Well, I'm in the same boat as this chick. So I am obviously Gen X, and my retirement plan is to pass away. So I'm not sure how many other Gen X people have that as their retirement goal, but I know that I will be working one day and fall over dead, and that's how it goes. Pretty much. Yeah, it's not... Because I, I was watching a, another video earlier today. My wife got to hear my rant after that. It was, it was this woman talking about, um, uh, you know, recent car buyers, I guess, at work, whatever, having a $1,100, $1,200, $1,400 a month car payment saying, that is not normal. You're wasting your money. Nobody needs, I don't care what kind of car it is. You don't spend that kind of money on a car. You need to take that money. If you took that, if you took a 700 and something dollar a month car payment and you put that in the bank and within 10 years with interest, you'll have 1.5 million. And it's like, no, you don't understand it. I don't trust these bastards. When you, I'm, I'm sorry. And everybody in the chat who is, like financially stable and has a like a 401k and invest their money, whatever. Good for you. But I don't have faith in these assholes because I know this, I would rather pay that $500, $600, whatever it is, car payment and drive around in a nice car than to put that money into an account just for these cocksuckers to take it from me in a, some Ponzi scheme or some FTX scheme and fuck me out of it. And then I have nothing. Well, Okay, so the thing is that even if you're investing your money right now, the rate of inflation is just chewing it up. Right. So now your $100,000 that you, you'd saved and squirreled away and invested and have interest, now it's worth $80,000 because of the rate of inflation. And they have no way to stop it. Now, I don't know if you've heard this, but a lot of people are buying chickens. And they're buying chickens because eggs are so expensive. A crock. So you get like four chickens. And they put out about a couple dozen eggs a week, you know, and you just you, you feed them whatever. My retirement plan. Yeah. All of a sudden, somewhere around July, a bunch these chickens just stopped laying eggs. They wouldn't lay eggs. And they're like, well, you know, maybe we're not sure what it is. They so put a, a Netflix TV in their coop. Maybe. But what they did do was they decided Instead of going to whatever chicken feed they were getting, they went and got some different local chicken feed. And within three days, these chickens were laying eggs like a motherfucker. So now the people, what they're trying to do is the people that are raising chickens, they were giving them some kind of substandard feed. Right. Their chickens wouldn't even lay eggs. Yeah, they're talking about um, kind of band gripping together. And creating like a class a class action lawsuit against yeah. the against that particular f- feed company. Now I have seen farmers do you know videos in regards to why the prices are so high. No, I don't one hundred percent understand it, but from what I get, 
is that they haven't really raised their prices other than to cover the costs of everything going up as far as on their end, what they pay um, for everything, you know, electricity and labor and transportation, et cetera, et cetera. So things have to go up a smidge, but they're saying what that the grocery stores don't want to pay that. And the grocery stores are basically the farmers are putting all the blame on the grocery stores, saying that the grocery stores are the ones raising the prices and not passing any of that extra coin onto the farmers. So I don't know. Well, this is what I hear that they had avian flu and it killed like, I don't even know how many chickens. It was in the hundreds of thousands, a maybe lot. even a million, a lot. So that means that there's not as many eggs anymore. But here's the here's the rub on that is that you can start, uh, you know, get a rooster in there and get a rooster, uh, you know, to start fucking. And within four months, you got more chickens that are laying eggs. Chickens get to egg laying um, age rather quickly. I think yes. it's in three months, maybe four. I think it's six months, but yeah. Okay, so we should be able to start replacing some of these chickens, but they're not doing that. Well, I did. I did. Now, uh, one of the videos that I saw, it was a farmer. He had a pretty good size operation, right? He had a, a good size building. Uh, I could see a lot of, uh, you know, product behind him, but it wasn't like a big corporate, you know, egg farm with Egglands Best or any of these big brand names, whatever. He did mention avian flu. He says, I'm not discounting avian flu being part of the problem, but it's a very small part of the problem. Yeah. Wobbly says, have you heard me talk about the tax bill I got on his savings in the bank? That I have not heard because. No, I I haven't uh, been. I've been having to work so damn much these days and I haven't, which is a good thing. Thank you, Lord. And I'm lazy. I but yeah, um, I, I haven't caught it, Wobbly. If you care to share it here, um, that'd be awesome. Jeez, uh, I, if he was sure even on thing, I'd send, him, I'd send him a StreamYard link so he could come What's in that? here. I wonder if that's like a California tax. Yeah. Well, California now, they want to tax you not on your income. They want to tax you on your wealth. So in other words. So if you got like a big like nine inch Johnson, they want to tax you for being gifted. No. Oh, they, like in other words, yeah. In other words, let's say you have a business and they say your business is worth a million dollars. Well, they want to tax it like, I think it's 500 million. I forget how much it is. It works out that if you, if you are part of this tax, it's 1%, I think it's over 50 million. If you have a business and it's worth over 50 million, they want 1% of your wealth tax. So that means every year they're going to tax you $500,000. Whether you can turn that money or turn your assets into money or not. I, I again and California, you know what? No, no offense, Wobbly, but you're you're you know, you, you probably could move out of there now and go to Texas or or Florida or somewhere. The fact that you stay there and listen, I, I shouldn't say anything. I'm in New Jersey. New Jersey's the same thing. New Jersey's just as you know, we have the same bullshit uh Democratic government than that you guys have, although we're not nearly as crazy as the the amount of bureaucracy that goes on in California, like everything you do, everything they touch, everything. It's almost like it's not even like the United States, the crap they do. Like it's it's as if they're their own country over there. Yeah, I don't understand that. Uh, $18.65 earn interest, but I have to pay 
$27.35 taxes on it. So it's costing him nine bucks. Yeah. Somehow. Is that crazy or what? I don't understand it. And how that works because I'm an idiot painter. So. <sighs> Damn it. I mean, how long are we going to sit here and let them just continue to bend us over a chair and uh, peg us in the ass? Spark toast, Sparky Toaster says California is just a test bed for the rest of the country. I, I firmly believe that. Yeah, well, they but they've pulled a lot of crap over the last 10 years that didn't make it out of the damn state, you know, and, and never crossed the border other than the news of it. You know, there's a lot of things over there that they think are great ideas. Like, well, like in uh, San Fran uh, a couple of weeks ago, I heard that they wanted to give all the, you know, local um, local slaves. I think we talked about it on our, our uh, last last episode that they wanted to give the locals who could prove that they were, you know, a DOS, um, reparations. Yes. They Just San Francisco, though. And, yeah. they, and they, and they had to meet two of eight requirements and it's like they had to live there in like San Francisco for at least 13 years or some shit like that. And it's like, it's, it's not gonna, you're not, I don't, I know everybody thinks that what happens in California you know, creates a wave through the rest of the country, but no, it's not going to. Right. So. ZZ Fly says people used to move to New Jersey to escape New York taxes. They're probably about the same right now. Well, how long before these states go? Tell you what, you know, we, we have a lot of industry here. We need some skilled workers, some, uh, you know, educated people to move to our state we'll cover your moving costs and in a, like a tax rebate. If you just like move to Alabama, we need engineers. You know what I'm saying? How long before that's a thing? Hey, Hey, California, I know it's tough to get out of there because it's, it's expensive. Right. But if you know, we'll take you, we'll even help cover your moving expenses. What's really weird in my area right now, what they're doing here is they're buying up all this land and they're putting up these huge warehouses uh like distribution type yeah like that like yep. distribution warehouses yeah building them all over here here it's uh, all strip clubs i'd rather have strip clubs but just kidding. i don't know I, I don't know what they're going to put in them i mean they just built two and they're sitting there empty and nobody's leasing them so i don't know why they put all this money in there and without anybody to lease these now amazon was going crazy buying up all these warehouses and leasing them out. Now Amazon is kind of back down. I don't know. Again, I go back to the thing. We don't make anything in this country anymore, and that's our problem. We have no manufacturing. We have nothing to export. We have nothing to sell. And we're buying, and then so if we don't have anything to sell and we're buying everything, then where are we going to make our money? Because they are they're, everything that is happening now is making it, uh, harder and harder for people to work. Look what they're doing right now. Everybody thought that if you were a coder and you, uh, you know, you worked in IT. Learn to code. Yeah. Yeah. Learn to code. You wouldn't be laid off. That's what they were saying to all the truck drivers who were worried about, you know, losing their job to an, to an automated vehicle. And it's like, well, guess what? They're all getting laid off too now. Meta, freaking uh, like Meta, Facebook, uh, Google, Amazon, they're all laying off. Now, 
in their defense, they did do massive, you know, hiring during the the pandemic because they needed it. They needed the extra help. Their their shit was being used a lot more, so they needed to help. But now things have slowed back down for them, so they don't need you anymore. Fuck off. You know, back in the 70s, you wouldn't buy any shit that came from China. You said, I ain't buying it. No way. No. If it said that on it, that was like the plague. Made in, made in China? I mean, Taiwan? The only time you were okay with shit being made in like Japan was if it was like stereo equipment or like a TV. You know? So basically what they need. So what they're saying right now is that the labor costs here are prohibited. Like we can't. They can't make enough money or enough profit. Well, it's not just that. We have an EPA. China doesn't have an EPA, man. <laughs> they don't. They can dump whatever the fuck they want and right in the ground. They don't give a shit. Burn That's it. True. Doesn't matter. That EPA thing and and then all of the you know labor laws uh, just kill it. Kill kill the price. But yeah. you know what you can do because you're doing it anyway. Charge more for it. I don't think if they built iPhones here, I don't think they would necessarily need to go go up in price for apple to still make a healthy profit but they're a bunch of greedy cocksuckers and they're doing what they're doing now do we want iphones made here because the amount of you know pollution and shit that that's going on in their production is not good how much pollution does it take to make an iphone uh just the battery alone is i mean all the crap that's in it it's bad bad stuff I i think we could make batteries over here Okay. I, again, I don't know. Well, look, Elon Musk, they were going to take Twitter off out of the Google store and also out of the uh, iOS store. So you couldn't put the Google app in there, or not the Google, Twitter app. They were going to take it out of the Google Play store, and they were going to take it out of the uh, the app store for iOS, which is Apple. And uh, Elon Musk says, well, I guess I'll have to build my own phone. And I, I think everybody over there shit a brick. Because yeah, and I gear up and make a phone so fucking fast. I've and seen the uh, tweets at Elon telling him, "Hey, make your phone like this. Make your phone do that." And I was like, "Just leave him alone." Wobbly says, "You got to start checking your package food to see if it's made in China." Wow. Yeah. Well, oh, I've, I've doing. been doing that. They were taking chickens. Trip. They were taking chickens, growing them here. Instead of butchering them all here, they'd send them to China. Well, you know, they would butcher them and send them back. I'm sorry, but how is that cost effective? Well, you know, um, they own some of our like food supply, like uh, Smith Smithfield, Smithfield bacon and uh, sausage and all that. That's owned by China. China bought them like five or six years ago, whatever, however long ago. I don't know. I'm sorry, but I won't. I won't buy their bacon. So yeah, I mean, again, but then you don't know because let's say they make. Would you say Smithfield bacon? Yeah, that's a it's a big brand. All right, so like then where does, where does uh, Walmart bacon come from? Might be come from Smithville. You I never don't know buy Walmart bacon. Where do you get your bacon from? A pig. Okay, that's not that's not a bad answer. Here we have a a pork shop, and you can get your. I mean, you can go in there and get whatever you want: ribs, shoulder roast, bacon, scrapple, sausage. They have it all there, and it's made right there. They butcher it, make it. It's all right there. It's a little more expensive, yeah, but it is outstanding. So I don't know. Well, I don't. I don't think we're going to be able to make iPhones with because uh, this is this is what our society has become. Nobody's going to know. I'm going to turn that down because it's annoying. Look at that guy. He's in an airplane and his 
uh, seatmate is wiping literally everything down with disinfecting wipes. The walls around him, the vents, the seat in front of him, the window. He's he's at the exit door. If you'll see, he's at one of the emergency exits. Right. And he's wearing probably two or three masks. Well, I mean, what is what is wrong with you to do that? Well, you know, nothing for nothing, but COVID's still killing 500 people a day in the United States, basically. Okay, how many are car accidents killing? Again, I'm just saying, COVID is killing 500 people. Um, yeah, you mean like uh, this person's, uh, well, I think it was her uh, sister, Diamond? Yeah, well, wait a minute. Hold on. She didn't have COVID. No, I know that. But she, we can't say the other thing. So yeah, we can't say that she might have uh, right. had an issue because of the the jibby jab, right? Well, that. That, but in this, which I won't play, that's basically what um, Silk says. And she was like, "I was there. I saw it happen. She couldn't breathe, and I was on the phone. And they were telling us to do the, you know, like the CPR thing. One, two, three, four. You know, one, two, three, four. And she said, Des, there was no other ex- explanation for it because there was nothing wrong with this woman. Well, okay. Listen, I'm not saying that, I don't know, she was a large black woman. All right. And maybe it was time for her to go. I don't know that. But the thing that I have an issue with is young, healthy, in shape people having heart attacks. That's my issue. Well, now I've got proof. Of Damar Hamlin being okay. Okay. Everybody, every everybody who's you know, most of our audience is awake. They they're hip to what's going on. Allegedly, Damar Hamlin was at the uh, the uh, well, you know the Bills game this last yeah, weekend. Right? He was he he took a hit directly in the chest, just when his heartbeat just happened to go to a certain spot, and this thing just shut off his heart, stopped his breathing, and everything else. Now, listen, they've been playing in the NFL games now. For, I don't see where he hit. He was hit at all. He, he tackled no, no, he was hit. Was uh, now, if you watch the play, the, the okay. running back dropped his helmet and hit him in the chest, and he went down. Uh, you know, and, and listen, uh, NFL games have been played 50, 60, 70 years. I don't know how long it's been. They've been going. But, mm. you know, no one has ever hit somebody in the chest at the exact same time that their heart was on the downbeat and did shut off their heart. We've never had an issue like that. Uh, Z, um, John identifies as a he. No, no. <laughs> I do. Thanks. She had a few extra pounds. He's talking about either silk or oh, the other. Diamond. Diamond or silk. Yeah, but, but, but Diamond uh, is about nine months younger than I am. And I smoke and I'm fat. I'm like 50 pounds overweight. So. Right. But if you, if you or I had a heart attack tomorrow, we wouldn't say, oh, if, if I have a heart attack. At least I have a reason. If I had a heart attack tomorrow, nobody, nor would I blame the jab. I would just. Because, well, I haven't had. Poor living choices, poor life choices. So this is proof that DeMar 
Hamlin as so a guys, I know was, you guys probably saw like I did the footage of DeMar Hamlin at the Bills game on Sunday. And, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I don't think he's dead. But there's also no way to verify that was DeMar Hamlin based on, you know, the video that we saw. All we have is the NFL saying, yeah, that was him. So I figured I'm going to resolve this right here, right now, and invite DeMar Hamlin to my house um, just to prove once and for all that that was indeed him. Oh, looks like he's here. Oh, hey, DeMar. Good to see you, man. Well, there you have it. There's pretty much no way to doubt that. You know, I can sense some of you are still having a hard time with this. So, you know what? Let's go. Here's Damar, just to prove once and for all. All right. Hey, Damar, say hi to my followers. That's right, man. Well, conclusive evidence. I bet you guys feel like some pretty big fools. Now, and again, they say that, you know, Chris Pronger took a shot to the chest and stopped. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. A puck. Yeah. It, a it puck that. At it's like about 200 miles an hour. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know how many, how hard it hit him, but it wasn't a guy running it 20 mile an hour and hitting him with a helmet. I mean, okay. And again, you know, to, to be fair, you know, we haven't dropped any other hockey players yet with a slap shot to the chest. So maybe I don't, again, I don't have a problem. Maybe it is that. But the fact that you can't even introduce or look into anything else is ridiculous. But you know what? Time will tell. If we have more players doing this, then it's going to have to be addressed. We'll see. I think he's alive. Do you think he's dead? Like, I don't why know. Why do I give a fuck? I know this. He wasn't locked in. So if he doesn't play another game, he'll never get another paycheck. Well, you say that. I don't know that. Um, I don't know that. There's a certain payout that you get if you get hurt and you can't play pay anywhere. There's a certain. Yeah, I'm payout. sure he has like a, a legal recourse, but other well, than I, he doesn't payment or doesn't something. have contractual. Yeah. So yeah, it's time for palate cleanser, buddy. And this okay. isn't for you. This is for me. Name something you might be holding in your hand on the day you die. Fucking guitar. Yes, I love that. <laughs> Fucking guitar. All right. So I have a the next story I want to get into is uh, kids. They think that they're invincible. They think that they can't be touched. They think that they can act a fool. And, and adults aren't allowed to do anything. And uh, this, I saw this video and I am 100%. Well, let's get into it. Did you get that video that I, that I messaged you earlier? Did you pull that one too? I don't think of I the did. teacher with the kid getting in his face. I did not. Did that kind of goes it. along with this. That's partially oh, why yeah. I, I messaged that to you, yeah. but that's okay. So here's this kid, and there's a longer video, but this is basically what happened. This kid in the yellow was standing in front of this teacher, or I don't know if he was a teacher, but he was he, he's an adult figure that is in charge of the park that he's at. And this kid did not like what he was doing, so he was standing in front of him. He was pushing him, and he's, then he starts punching this uh, older gentleman. <laughs> oh, oh. All right, so the guy grabs this kid by the throat and takes and pushes him to the ground. And this kid starts squealing like a bitch and crying because the the big bad adult 
hit him. So this kid's supposed to be able to sit there and punch this guy and punch this guy and punch this guy, and he's not allowed to retaliate? Let me tell you something. This guy, I was going to pull the whole thing, but it's kind of long. The restraint that this guy has through this whole ordeal is amazing because I think about like a minute and a half in, that kid would have caught a backhand to the cheekbone from me. Like I'd have just gave him one of them, one right across the cheekbone, and just to let him know that I'm not messing around anymore. Um, hang on. Can I get that? I've got it. That guy, that guy should have done with this. I think this was a substitute sub, substitute teacher. Uh, yeah, a substitute teacher bodies his student for calling him the N-word multiple times. Did he go too far or not far enough? Uh, let us know in the chat what you think. So the one on the left is the white student. One on the right is the sub. Is he white? I thought he was black. Uh, looks like a white kid. I can be wrong. Yeah, you ain't play so this like swing me. What's up? Call me that word then. You didn't say it, bro. I bet you won't say it. I'm not playing with the student. Boom! Take that. Yeah, it looks like a white kid. Oh yeah, he white. The fuck out my class. So did he go too far? I, no. I, I think that is, per, you know what? If that was my son and he did that to that man, I'd laugh at him and say, good, good. Don't ever do that again. You know, now, I'm telling you right now, if my kid ever did that to a teacher and, and the teacher did that to him, I'd say, well, you think that was bad. Where do you get home? Where do you get home? You know, you know what? It looks like you'll learn something today in school. Yeah. First of all, when you're outside in school, you're representing our family. Okay? You're representing me. All right? When you do shit like that, you make it look like I don't know how to parent you. We so now I'm going to parent. Called the guy the N-word, man. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he thumped him around, and I would have said, I would have dragged him by the hair. By the hair. Back to that teacher, and I said, "Now you apologize, and you tell him to shut you, and you apologize, and you better be sincere because if you ain't sincere, we're both going to work you over." All right, and then the kid would have had to go do some kind of community service in the black community to uh, to understand that that you do not behave like this, and this is what's wrong with this country now is that everybody says, Oh, my kid shouldn't do that. Or you can't touch my kid or you can't do. No, 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 no. When you act uh, like a fool and somebody corrects you outside. Now, let me tell you, he didn't really, he just threw he, Well, let me tell you something. He roughed them around pretty good. He bounced them. He bounced them around pretty good, but the kid's going to be all right. He, 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 he grabbed them like this and he fucking put them, put them yeah. where he, he needed to. He didn't sit here and, you know, fucking rough him up too hard. And I'll then tell he you what. Him up and told him get out, get the fuck out of his class. And I don't blame yeah. him. Good I don't him think that kid will use that word. That I think he'll be more. I think he will be. He'll hold his tongue the next time he thinks he can call somebody that. Exactly. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that whatsoever. I think we need more of that shit. You can't just go in there and think you, he's being bad in front of his classmates. Well, guess what? I bet you he's being bad now. Now the problem is that that 
substitute teacher is probably going to have charges pressed against him. He's never going to be able to teach again. And uh, he might have to go to jail over that for assault. So I don't know. Yeah, I've been uh, dropping up some of these comments. Uh, everybody seems to agree with us uh, that that guy was in the right to do that. And it's good. Maybe that kid, you know, learned something today. You know, you fuck around, lay around like my dad used to say. Uh, my wife yeah. says I don't have a problem with how that was handled in class. I And I, I hate it that the other kids had to witness that. But maybe they'll learn, too. You know why I, I wasn't a bigger asshole in school, John? Because I knew get older. I knew there would be repercussions. Oh, <laughs> I, I I knew that if I got out of line, they were going to deal with me. And then after they dealt with me, my parents were going to deal with me. So yeah. I was going to get it twice. So it really wasn't worth it. Now I did some things. I said some things aloud in class that most people would be like. You know, I, I mean, I did have Tourette syndrome, so. But they were directed at certain assholes in the class who were being fucking whiny, you know, bitches. And I, I let them know that they were doing that and I got dealt with. But um, most of that was like the teacher would take me outside and be like, OK, look, Bob, we, we we've all wanted to tell her that she is kind of a little bitch. I agree with you, but you can't do that. Um, just tell them, you know, go ahead and, you know, get uh, ready for your next class. Um, go to your locker, whatever. Uh, cause this, this period's almost over. Just if anybody asks, tell them I gave you like detention or something. I'm like, all right, are you giving me detention? He said, no, no, man, you're good. So I just said what everybody else thought, you know, about the girl in class being a little bitch, but, um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I would have done a lot, you know, worse if I knew I could get away with it. Like yeah. they do today. Today they think they can get, you know, last week we had three different schools, in our, our local Huntsville school system that had uh, kids that brought fucking guns to school. Three different schools. That has never ha- happened here. Not, not in that one, two, three, boom in a week. Yeah. I... These kids, they need to bring back the, free, uh, whatever they call it, corporal punishment, whatever, where you get your ass whipped or, you know, whatever. And uh, mom, dad, if you don't like it, keep your kid home and homeschool their ass. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I agree with that. It's, it's reached a point like a breaking point. Yep. All right. So Bob, I have something for you here. I don't know if you're going to, I, I want to ask you a question when I bring this up. All right. So to me, uh, where there's more cameras per square foot than anywhere else is Washington, DC. Yes. And I always had an issue on nine 11. They only had one view. See. I only had one view of the Pentagon where the plane was supposedly hit the, the I'm Pentagon. I'm not allowed to tell you that I have seen this, so I'm not going to tell you. Right. Yes, this is this is interesting. Glad you didn't say. So the way that they have videos now and the way that they can deep fake shit, all of a sudden this video surfaces. Holy shit, somebody finally found the confiscated video that the FBI took on the day of 9-11. Where it was proving it wasn't a plane, it was a Scud missile. Yep, it was a um, missile. There was talk amongst the communities, I've been awake for 20 years since this happened, that there was a Scud missile. The witnesses were silenced. The person who had this tape that turned it over to the FBI, the FBI concealed this information. And as you can see, that is not a plane. That is a Scud missile, as originally thought. Fucking deep state cabal. Okay, well, I don't need that yeah. part of it. 
But okay, so here's my question, because I have questions. How did their how was their airplane parts laying out on the lawn? There wasn't. Yeah, I, I saw like I saw I motor cover and shit mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can go back to that. I mean, it's not it's it's on there. If you go back to any nine eleven uh, documentary, you can go look when well, it just the fact that the plane happened to just the plane happened to hit an an unoccupied part of the building that was almost done with a multi million dollar renovation. It just tells me that that it was bullshit. So you know why why didn't they hit another part of the building? And 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 then there's the the other aspect of the level of skill it would take to get a plane to fly that low and taking out poles on the way, taking out poles on the way, and hit the building straight straight ahead like a missile would. You know, the I, I'm surprised that they haven't uh, countered that with some, you know, uh, like movie clip from some uh, a movie that nobody saw of some, you know, brown people with a with a U-Haul truck with a, a missile in the back of it. Oh, yeah. Look, we got them. They were brown people. See, how old was I when this happened? I was in my 30s. I was no, I was almost 40 years old. When was it? Nine I was 30 right at 30. 9-11. I was uh, 39 years old. I was 39 years old. I turned 40 the next month. Mm-hmm. That's how old I was. So, Duchess, oh, for God's sake. Unless he's talking about when I got my ass, uh, when I, sorry, when I got talked to by the, I don't know where he's at, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't believe any of the 9-11 shit that they've told us, so never have. I don't know. It's interesting. All right, Bob, we're coming up on an hour and a half. Yeah, I got to get out of here. Kind of keep this thing on the, where we're not sitting here for like two hours. One quick one. Sure. This is like a a mind blower. It's only a a minute long. I I was wondering where this was going, and then it went somewhere, and I was like, holy shit. My husband got a paternity test on our daughter, and it came back negative, but I never cheated. Now he thinks our relationship is a lie and wants a divorce. What do I do? I don't know how it happened, and I haven't been able to stop crying all day. I never cheated. I love my husband, and we've been together since college. There is no other potential father for our daughter. We were already married and actively trying for a baby. I never cheated. I would never cheat, and I don't know why he took that stupid test, because I would never, ever cheat. But it came back negative, and now he thinks he's not her dad. I do not know how to convince him that it was a faulty test, and I'm so scared. He's been distant with our daughter, too. He stays in his office for hours on an end, and I don't know what he's doing. I did not cheat. This is terrifying. What should I do? Update. We did a few tests, including blood paternity tests for him, me, and our daughter. We had another test for chimerism pop up, but as some of you may have guessed it, my daughter is not biologically mine either. I don't know how it happened, but a police officer showed up to our house and took our statements and we're suing the hospital because the hospital switched babies on these parents. The hospital switched children. What the hell? All righty. You there? <clears throat> I don't I'll be honest with you. I don't know what to do. In other words, you raised this child as your own. You thought this child was, and the child hasn't done anything. Hasn't done anything. How do you stop loving that child? How do you stop loving that child? I couldn't. I know I couldn't. There's no way that, oh, see, Dean, I mean, uh, Tammy, she said, switch babies. Oh, she said she didn't see that coming. I thought she said she thought so. I would, I would set that kid's shit down on the curb and tell him to fuck off. 
You would? You're a horrible person. I'm just playing, John. Oh, I was going to say, what the hell? Yeah, no, I, I couldn't stop loving that child. Although now I have another biological child out there that I got to go find. And we've got to find the parents. Oh, we got to find so they can do you swap kids. Like if the kid's only like one, do you swap kids? No, no. You What happens? Geez. You just keep in touch. Now you have like a bigger family. Do you? Yeah, do now you, you have your family. Have what, if, what if your biological kid that went to the other family is totally normal, right? But the kid you got is all fucked up, has peanut allergy, autism, all, all, all kind of problems, right? That you're having to deal with. Do you? Do you sue them for like child support for the additional costs? You're an animal. I swear to God, you're an animal. Of course not. That you, you, you raise that child. You love that child as your own. You're going to continue to love that child. And now you're going to find your biological. What if you, okay. What if you go there and the child that you, your biological child was raised by these people. And the next thing you know, it's non-binary with green hair and, you know, tattoos all over the place. Hey, I'm not an asshole. I'm just covering that? all the bases. Oh, okay. Thank you. Somebody gets it. Somebody <laughs> even sparking. Well, I can't believe, I mean, I can't believe what's coming out of your mouth. You don't come. No, I'm just, I, I'm just trying to think of all the different ways that you go about it. Like, I don't know, man. I don't if know. how. I would human, if you're a I decent if your kid's human. a year old, I'm going to swap kids. I'm going to swap kids. A year old. Let me think about that for a second. The kid's like a year and what if, I mean, it's got to be the right gender, right? Because you're not going to be like, it's a boy. Here's your girl, you know? <laughs> well, I was born a poor black child. <laughs> that would have um, been my first. <laughs> and on that note. My first. Hey, if you're watching this live, the audio of this stream is available on your favorite podcatcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. Yep, it'll be about if you're listening to this as a podcast, we invite you to join us for the live stream. Uh, we try to do this every Wednesday evening around 6 p.m. Central Time on Twitch, YouTube, Rumble, and Facebook. Just head no over to uh -huh, No Rumble? Okay. No, well, we may be there one day, so I'll leave that in there. Um, so just head over to whatever platform you prefer. Look up Boomer Bunker and follow, subscribe, or whatever the vernacular is for that particular platform. Uh, be sure to check out the show notes for links to our Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Discord, and John's Uber Eats account.